What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is data specialist Fairbanks of the ongoing Data Redundancy Project. This project is intended to protect this information from known and unknown threats to other data storage methods. Next on my list is SCP-1104, Object Class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures. Complete destruction of SCP-1104 is endorsed should adequate means be developed. While individual instances of SCP-1104 are easily terminated, SCP-1104 is endemic to subsurface geological formations in northwestern redacted, rendering the surmised primary population of SCP-1104 inaccessible to convenient lethal agents. A surrounding area 10 kilometers in diameter have been designated Site 104 and cordoned off from public under guise of endangered species preservation. Personnel must wear N100 air filtration mask while within Site 104. Mammalian organisms exceeding 10 kilograms, other than authorized Foundation personnel entering Site 104, should be assumed contaminated and incinerated at facilities on site. Description SCP-1104 is a species tentatively identified as a member of Kilicerata. The life cycle of SCP-1104 comprises at least two distinct phases, the first being a larval stage approximately 0.4 millimeters in diameter. At regular intervals, Larval SCP-1104 are expelled from lava tubes within Site-104 at concentrations up to 200 individuals per cubic meter. These remain airborne for as long as 14 hours and have been documented to travel at least redacted kilometers under favorable weather conditions. When inhaled, larvae will adhere to nasal mucus where they excrete an array of H1 receptor antagonists that suppress both local inflammation and implementation of further larvae. Over a period of six to eight months, SCP-1104 will grow and extend appendages through the host's ethmoidal canals. Hosts generally remain unaware of the presence of SCP-1104, apart from persistent but nonspecific headaches. On maturation, SCP-1104 will begin applying pressure to the host's optic nerves, causing obstruction of the central visual field. This pressure is applied selectively when the host is not oriented toward the local gradient of the atmospheric hydrogen sulfide, which SCP-1104 can detect through the host's inhalations. After an initial period of distress, the host will begin to prefer to face and travel in the directions where they do not experience visual disturbance, thus tracing the source of hydrogen sulfide. Upon reaching a zone of sufficient hydrogen sulfide concentration, SCP-1104 projects appendages into the host's prefrontal cortex, causing unconsciousness during which SCP-1104 exits the host via the ocular cavity. After leaving a host, SCP-1104 attempts to locate and enter 
the source of hydrogen sulfide, such as a lava tube or sewer pipe. SCP-1104's subterranean life cycle has not been documented. Although humans display the same instinctual aversion as any animal to visual disturbances caused by SCP-1104, the behavioral response is not a compulsion, and hosts may defy the influence, especially if informed of the nature of SCP-1104. Note that subsequent hostility toward research personnel should be anticipated. Attempts at surgically removing or poisoning a fully developed SCP-1104 result in immediate elicitation of its exit response. Post-exit hosts exhibit complete aspontaneity due to orbital frontal lesions and to date have provided no pertinent information in debriefing. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. SCP-1104 can be found at www.scp-wiki.net slash scp-1104 and was written by Rourke. Unless otherwise stated, the content of this podcast is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 3.0 license. If you like this podcast and want to give my other podcasts a chance, they can be found at ffodpod.com. You can support the podcast network at patreon.com slash ffodpod. I'm on Twitter at semizai, that's S-E-M as in Mike. I-A-Z as in Zulu A-I, and I would like to give a special thanks to Jeff for recording this one as Data Specialist Fairbanks. See you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.